When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the iFanboy Pick the Week podcast, episode number 52, sponsored as always by Comicole.com. Hey there, and welcome to the iFanboy Pick the Week podcast. It's episode number 52. I'm Ron. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm not playing that. I just did a line of coke. Start. At iFanboy.com, we like comics a lot, and we read a lot of comics. And every week, one of us picks a comic uh, of the ones that came out this week to review, and we write it up on the site on iFanboy.com, and you can go read that. Um, and then we also come here to this podcast to talk about the various comics that came out. Um, this week it was Josh's pick, but before we get there, uh, our usual listeners have heard this before, but for our new listeners, this is a review show, so we just want to warn you that we're going to talk about the stuff that happened in the comics. So you, if you haven't bought your books or haven't read through your stack yet, you might want to hit pause and come back when you're, after you did that. All right, Josh, well, this week was your pick, and um, I really want to hear about it. Wait, I, I was... Mean that sincerely. I was supposed to read books... I I don't ever do my homework. <laughs> no, now study. now Wednesday it's funny because it's true. Now every third Wednesday is like oh off to make the donuts. I used oh. to enjoy reading comics. Now I got a big stack. I got to read them all, and then I come back the next day, and people on the website are like, "Well, why didn't you read this?" And no, they don't really do that. Although every morning I get up and I'm like, "What do they think?" I need that validation. So anyways, I went with real, real uh, left, left field Dark Horse Challenger, and I picked Wolverine 47, because I wanted to show my indie cred. I was surprised. Yeah, I was shocked, too. We got, I got home and looked, and I, was, I was, didn't expect to see that there. So, so Connor was shocked so much that he text messaged me, because I was driving home, to tell me what the pick was. That's how shocked he was. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I was shocked in a good way. I was just surprised. It was a really good book, and it, it's been a really good book the whole time, and we never... Like, we always kind of talked about it, and it's almost been pick of the week a couple of times. And and really, when I say that before, that I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm sort of making fun of the fact that this is about as mainstream a book as you can go. And if you guys, you know, you guys know me, like, I shudder to think that this was the best book I read, but it's you really... See, I, you see, that, but here's... Here, that's, that's what... And it's, and it's really ironic, and this is, it's going to be, like, backwards world for me to say this, <laughs> because I also shun the mainstream. But, like, I almost feel like to... to for some reason, comics aren't different, and to shun a book just because it's so mainstream, I think, doesn't give it a chance. Well, and I think this is a good example of, you know, like... You know, and you, I think I think your reasoning for Picknate was perfect, because Guggenheim and Ramos have been doing a fantastic job on this arc. It's just and, a really good book, and it doesn't yeah. matter that it's, it's as mainstream a character as you can get. Right. And you know, for this is this is like for half our audience because the other half are like, "What's wrong with a mainstream character?" Well, right. certain of us have long-standing things that anything this popular can't be good, and it's it's embedded in me. But like, the the truth is, it's a really good book, and I'm reading it. And this issue and the last issue, it, it's just like a lot of fun to read. Wolverine like is quipping and he's being funny, but it's it's all within the voice. Like he's made he's made it. He's made Wolverine really energetic, but still kept with with like the character seems correct. It's not like he's just funny wisecracking Wolverine now. I thought it was actually amped up this issue, like the under the breath vo- like mm-hmm. lines. Yeah, you, I mean th- there were more in this issue than ever. Like it's almost like it's like he he Guggenheim's finally comfortable with the character and the characterization. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Out. He's got one issue left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Which sucks go- a lot. Yeah, so I would have kept should, buying this, but now I'm not. Keep them, they should keep them on this book for a year. Yeah, I probably won't keep buying this, quite honestly. I'm not. I'll buy the next one, the wrap-up issue, and then that's it. Yeah, I mean, if I hear that the ones that follow that are really good, then I might, but really, did, you know. Did, it, did, does, did, did, did either of you read the original, like, Mark Silvestri, Larry Hama, like, those ones? Like, I then, read the Claremont Burn oh. ones. No, Claremont Claremont Burn. Frank Miller. 
Frank Claremont and Frank Miller did the miniseries, but the ongoing. No, no, no I read those. I read the, like a long time ago the Claremont Miller ones. But then, right, then the number one. No, was, was it Busima? It's Claremont wrote it. I'm the best there when he was Patch. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the ongoing. That's the ongoing. right. Yeah, I, yeah. I read that yeah. for the first twenty five issues or something. Right, and originally, then, and then and then uh, Larry Hama came on. I believe if I remember correctly. Mark Silvestri was doing pencils, and it was just fuck. It was awesome. It was really good. Now, see, that was when I stopped reading it, even back yeah. then. Yeah, but it was. I mean, it was really good. It was before the whole image thing, and also, and it was really good. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, anyway, uh, to talk about the book though, like like the things that I liked um, are this was re- this is the best storyline in Civil War as far as I'm concerned. Far and away. Uh, it's uh, it's really interesting. Wolverine just said, you know, this is all this politics is really stupid. Uh, what about the guy who actually did it? And he goes after Nitro, and they have that. And they threw in some Atlanteans. That was the part I didn't like so much. Yeah, that was the kind of. The kind but of then it just kind of went away. It's almost like he knew but, it wasn't really. You working. know why? Because I think that that tied into what's going on in Frontline, and that was the the one little hook. Yeah. So he goes through the whole thing and, and, and gets the revenge and, and you know, there are even some cliches in here, but I almost don't mind them for whatever reason. And then, then you take it one step further and you have uh you have uh Humberto Ramos and really I mean again, like I don't I I would not think that I would like this, but in this context with this book, it's it's really it just works perfectly. And like I love if you Humberto Ramos. If you were to show me these pages and say, would you like the book that these were in? I would say, no, I wouldn't like the book that those were in because it's not my taste. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just not the kind of thing that I normally gravitate towards. But it all works together. It's really well done. The energy in the art is so apparent. Yeah. You know what? I, <laughs> um, but, like, you know, like, it's it's very kinetic and, like, the, the way that they, you see the, the characters moving around. He does, like, the greatest Wolverine faces. Like, his yeah, Wolverine does. faces are awesome. Except I just it's it's really funny because I just opened to a page uh, and if you flip it's it's to the left of the the vampire insert. I'm center. hating these inserts more than anything in the yeah, free world. I know, I know. Even though don't get me started on, on why I kind of want to buy this book because I miss Brett Booth, but um, oh. that's, another, that's another thing. But um, if you look to the if you look uh, there's one there's two fantastic panels where there's a close up of Maria Hill in the upper left hand corner <laughs> and then in the lower right hand corner there's an awful Maria Hill. Yeah, that's look. terrible. Yeah, I was like, it was funny because I just saw it as you were talking about how great the art was, and I was about to agree, but then I was like, ooh, look at that panel. And whatever. Somebody else on the website brought up the nitpick, I think, and I thought of it too, like how he busts out of, like they have these big hand restraints, and they're like, there's nullifier, they nullify your mutant power, and he's and he busts out, and he's like, but my claws aren't mutant. Yeah, they probably would have known that, but um, whatever. Well, no, I thought, I, actually, I thought that was a really clever. Yeah, I don't think that, that was that, that was, unusual. Because he said, he said people, a lot of people assume that they're a superpower. You know, but they're not. They're just biological. Well, yeah, mo- was, most, like, most people don't know that that's not that's not. Yeah. Well, yeah. if I was him, I, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't have told them then. But yeah, I yeah, would yeah, just yeah. bust it out. So then you get to the, the like the whole thing. You find out the actual villain is is this guy from uh, Damage Control. A corporation. And it, yeah, and it, the, which I loved by the way. And then at the very I'm end, so glad they brought back. Yep. Yeah. The very end, like you're looking, he's facing down with the villain, and in every comic book I've ever read. This is the point when the hero walks away and leaves him to the police. Every single time, I turned the page and I was like, wait a minute. He speared him through the eyes and killed him. Brilliant. <laughs> and Did not see that coming. I didn't, and I didn't expect it. And I was just like, bravo to have the balls to go ahead and do that. Yep, he did what nobody else would. And he really did it. And, and, and <laughs> he caught like, him in the face. Yeah, that was awful. And I, I went back and forth. I'm doing it right now. I'm like, he really did. Because it was done sort of in a flashbacky kind of thing. And I just... It was just like I, I I applaud them for just having the bravery to go through with a story. I know it's not a big deal, and like I sound like I'm like he's so cool. He killed that guy through his eyes, but no, but it never happens in the mainstream. Exactly, um, the the hero like dished out the justice, and he's okay with the ambiguity of that, which was touched on a little bit in Rucka's run, where he was going after the horrible drug runner slash. Uh, the yeah, guy, the child, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. and then and he finds out it's a pregnant woman. I don't remember. If, I think he killed her. Did and he? that was and that was part of his his argument with Cyclops and Emma, how saying he's like you know I you know you guys have your rules and they have their rules and I kind of follow my own you know like I'm going to do what's right you know yeah. so um, and it's 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 nice because you don't have to agree with it you you know but it's his take on things and that's what the book's supposed to be yeah it's it, good this was, this was great I'm glad you picked it it was really yeah. good well, it was so. pretty easy I, I wasn't you know there, there wasn't I was I was thinking I was thinking I was like this I was showed Connor my books I said Queen and Country you're looking at it right here this will be the pick. Yes, he said that in line at the comic store. See, whenever you say that, it, it, it always it, works against it. It never happens. It never yeah. happens. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the one thing that knocked Queen and Country right out of the running. What? Connor, do you know what it is? Let me, let me, let me get Maria to Maria Hill, because she's hot. <laughs> Except when her mouth was on the side of her face. Except her mouth was, yeah, when she looked like a, I don't know what she looked like. What knocked Queen and Country out of the running? 
Um, I don't know. Dead air here. I got eye strain reading this thing. Oh, 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 yeah. The fact oh, what the, about the, Queen and Country? The fact right, the typesetting right. was three times smaller than normal? Yeah, I couldn't read a damn thing in it. It was really hard. I don't understand why that is. I don't either. Because it's a, like, A, it doesn't come out very often. B, I, can't, I recommend this book all the time. And I was kind of like, what the hell are they doing to me? Great art, you know, like... I, Great story, know, yeah. Yeah, really good, all of it. You know, I was quite surprised. It was really interesting. It was good. However, like, I have a hard time recommending, like, this right now because there's no way you're going to pick this up and understand it. No. And the other Hell, thing even, is... Even, even me, I mean... Right. The issue's even, in. I, I, it's been do you so know why? The last issue came out. This book hinges on the fact, somewhat, that you have read... The novel. The novel. The first novel, at least. Um, there's even a flashback mm. scene. No, there's a flashback scene to the novel. I know that, but I still I haven't read the novel yet. It's my next book, um, mm-hmm. but it's you can well, still follow I, it. I'm it's not probably saying not it, as good. I'm not saying it hinges. Okay, I use the word hinge, but like it helps. It's, <laughs> I'm not saying what I just said two minutes. ago. No, I'm changing what I'm changing my wording. Oh. No, you no. I mean, you're yeah, right. Yeah. You can still follow it. I'm sure there's layers to it that I don't get not having read the novel. Mm-hmm. But the the biggest thing is it's. The last, I, I couldn't even tell you when the last one came out. No, it was a while when ago. 30 came out at least three months ago. Mm-hmm. It always feels too short, though. I will, like, I got to the end, you know, and, like, rubbed my eyes. But it was hurt. fantastic, and I will say this, that the, the last page, I was like, ooh, what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. And they guy, always do that. He's gonna fuck some shit up with this. Yeah. Uh, they send Minder 3 in to get out Minder 1 and Minder 2. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's not. I, I. 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 I mean, it's a good issue. But if, like, for some reason, I read it, it's got so much stuff in it. But by the time I get to the end, I feel like I've read twelve pages. Really? I, I feel know. the opposite way. I feel like it's so dense that it takes me forever to finish. Really? I mean, yeah. I. I think that I really want to know what's happening. Like, it I could really be that I had, had to use my, my electron microscope to read the word balloon. It's possible. It's very possible. This is this is a book you have to read in trade paperback. I think you have to you have to read it in order. You have to have read the whole thing through. You can't. I. I'd love to recommend Queen and Country to everybody, but don't go pick up a new issue and think I can jump on here because it's hard. Like, yeah, it's very you need to start from the beginning. It's it's one of those things. It's unfortunate, but that's that's the case. That being said, it is one of the best books being made today. Yes, and it has been consistently. There hasn't been a bad Queen and Country. No. No. No, not at all. No. I mean, this this is fantastic work. So let's go the other way, which was the relaunching of Wildcats and the Authority. Yeah, talk about jumping on. Um, I was not going to buy these, but then I decided, all right, I'll buy them. So I, I was not going to buy Wildcats, and I'm still not going to buy the Authority. Uh, but I bought Wildcats, which I, I find did. interesting because the Authority is way more, way up your alley more than I most. stopped reading. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't buy the Authority. I, I stopped reading the Authority after Mark Miller's run was no, over. No, 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 not the concept. I mean this this particular book. Oh, I didn't even know. I don't buy the authority just on principle. Plus, Gene Ha is the artist. I figured that would be. Yeah, I saw that. I'm I'm really shocked. I mean, honestly, I I bought both. I wasn't going to buy the authority, but I said, you know, I'm for whatever reason I'm committed to buying the first issue of each of these. This relaunch because I'm curious. It's about what your brain with it. tumor. That's what it is. No, 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 not so much. Like I'm even buying the ones that I normally wouldn't have bought. You know, like I, I'm like I, I wasn't didn't think I was going to buy the Midnighter, but as a little project, I'm going to buy the first issue because after reading the Captain Adam series and reading about this relaunch, I was really really curious about it. And the screw up of having Wetworks come in, you know, come out be the first book, and then Gen Thirteen, and just kind of like the iffiness of those books. Knowing that Wildcats was like the flagship title, I'm like, all right, well, let me get it. Let me give it a shot. Does uh, it, by the way, does anybody expect issue two ever? Yeah, I know. Well, that, and that, and, and here's the thing: is that admittedly, you know, I know, you know, we talk about nostalgia a lot and stuff like that. But I remember buying Wildcats number one from in 1992. Yes. And, just, and it was just so energetic, and it was so exciting, and it was just so great, and. Honestly, I mean, and Grant, and you know, you know the problems I have with Grant Morrison. You know the issues I have with them. Mm-hmm. And setting aside the stuff I'm going to talk about in a second, this was a fantastic comic book. We're talking about came, Wildcats. Wildcats. Okay. Yeah. I I thought it was great in its use of storytelling and its art. Like that one panel of um, Spartan and Voodoo, and they had the, the the same panel behind them, but like bigger and dot, you know, um, kind of like pop arty kind of behind it. Having you know, the like, having I, having I thought, the robot mutant sex. No, no, no! Before the, That's pa- the, page, the page before. right before that, the page before that. Okay. Yep. Yeah, where she's got where they're both standing up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just thought it was just, and it was just the the story was easy to understand and it was easy to follow, and I got a feel for what's happening. Really? Because I, I was confused. I, I gotta oh, say that well, I disagree entirely. I, I can't disagree stronger than that. Here's my pro- well. Here's my problem with it. Maybe and maybe I'm tainted by what I know of the previous. Mm-hmm. I was under the impression that this Worldstorm reboot was rebooting the entire Wildstorm universe from scratch. 
and I and that's what it is that they're erasing what happened before and going from beyond. I did some reading and I found a little column by Jim Lee. I'd actually prepared for the podcast. Ooh. I found a column from uh, Jim Lee. How where dare he said, you? Where he said that was the original purpose, but when the creators came back, they said, you know, we want to stick with the concepts. Oh. And so, okay, I get that. So because stick, I mean, I, I I never read the Wildcats until I read uh, I read Joe Casey's run. And I read it all the way through up until the point it was canceled, and I was crushed when it was canceled because, as you guys know, I think it's the best work he's probably done, or at least my favorite. Right. Um, and I, I really wanted to know where he was going with it because he focused on the parts of it that I really enjoy, um, which was sort of how Spartan went and became, you know, a, a, well, the corporation. I mean, before yeah, Spartan, I loved the, that, and I loved, I loved that that Cole Cash, who, who, come on, he's a Logan rehash really he's a little logan a little batman yeah a little hawkeye too yeah 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 yeah. but he was like he lost his legs in that series and like he had to he had to find a different way to do things and i always i I really enjoyed that this to me feels like it starts off like a year later from if i really feel like it picks up on the threads from where joe casey left off and didn't get to finish well, th- well, that's the thing is that it picks up on a lot of stuff that happened to the point of actually showing the old Wildcats and the old Authority and like, and mm-hmm. I was just and my qu- question being, okay, like, is this really a relaunch? Like, how much are they tying into what has happened before? And it looks like a, a, a hell of a lot. Yeah, well, this book is straight on. I mean, like, if you if you were reading Wildcats when it got canceled before, basically yeah. the Halo Corporation had just introduced uh, like on on uh, batteries that didn't die. And like they were going to change, he was going to change the world with this whole thing. And as you come into this one, the first thing you notice is that uh, Halo has made it possible for everybody to have a Spartan robot. And I, I feel that I, I, I feel that like that was probably what JC, Joe Casey was working up to. Right. And I happen to know that him and Grant Morrison talk a lot and are friends. So I think yeah, that yeah. he, that Grant Morrison called him and said, you know, like. Can I go? Can I pick up where you were going to go? And so they skipped everything that would have happened had this thing not got canceled and brought it to here. At least and, that part of it. Right. And now the thing is, there there is. I mean, like Majestic looks to be very much different. You know, um, with the helmet, with the scary helmet, and that whole thing. You know. See, I don't know. Um, I don't know who these people are. Yeah, I don't know who most. I don't, I don't know, know who who these those people, people are. Mister, um, when Ze- when Zealot is fighting and the guy in the big helmet comes down, that's Mister Majestic, who is like the Superman archetype. You know. That's yeah, I didn't know that. Confusing. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, it is it, it, for a new fan jumping on. Horrible. I don't know. I mean, it's a combination of like I don't know if it's confusing because it's actually confusing. Well, my my con- issue, or if it's confusing because it's the first issue, and then by issue five you would know. It's right, going but on. the issue I have is it's supposed, if it's a relaunch, it shouldn't be dropping you in the middle of an old storyline. Yeah. Right, and that's and and because we know about the old storylines, that's what it feels like to us. No, so, I, mean, I don't I'm, know about the old storylines. No, I mean, no. I, I'm talking about me. I mean, you know, right? But you but, said we. I don't. Right. I mean, I don't know this stuff, and I'm I, I'm buying a relaunch, quote unquote relaunch, and I don't know what the hell. Were you going completely on. lost? Ninety percent. I mean, I, I read. I, mean, the, I read the Joe Casey run. And previous to that, I probably hadn't read Wildcats in, in, in like ten years. See the parts that were touched on in his run. I understood. I understood Cole Cash. Yeah, I that whole scene with Cole Cash stuff and the scene with Spartan and Voodoo. Right, but everything, the other parts, everything else was just lost. Yeah, over my exactly. Head. I lost that. Well, stuff I, too. I think that I think that's that's the newness of it. And so I mean, like I didn't. I, I'm not gonna say I knew exactly. I mean, like I'm. This I have questions, and I'm and I'm sure issue two and issue three will explain them. Now I've said um, it before too. But I don't, I don't, I don't get why people love Jim Lee's art. <laughs> I, it, I think it's, it's got to be a agree to disagree because I, yeah, I, I, he was actually very good. Really good. Yeah. He was very good in this. He's more suited to Wildcats than he is to anything else. I know. Um, I, you know what it is? That to me, it just looks antiquated. Well, it's I funny because I mean, you're dismissing it just to dismiss it. I I, mean, I'm like, totally it's, not. It's, yeah, I mean, I'm not being. I'm not not dismissing it at all. I'm saying that like when I look at it, I don't understand what gets people excited about it. I, it's really rendered and like, but to me, like. You look at the last page where you have, I guess it's Mr. Majestic in his Ultron helmet, and like the the is the Zealot page. Like I, I don't know, that just feels like something out from a long time ago, and it, which I didn't like then, and I don't like now. It's my taste. I'm not dismissing right, it. Out yeah, of, that's why. I mean, that's why it's an agree to disagree thing because I think it's. I mean, because it. No, I know. I know a lot of people do. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's. Re- I mean, they, I think he handles tech really well. Admittedly, he handles women really well. I mean, but he also handles like he he can really draw. I mean, like the the cover that Grifter. I mean, like that that's a really good cover. I mean, he. I. I mean, regardless of whether it's a ripoff of Wolverine or whoever, like I love that red mask. No, I do black. too. You know, like he yeah. does great character design, and he does. You know, like he really. You know, the the level of detail and like some of the angles and stuff like that. Like I just I I have yet to f- ever see anything by Jim Lee that I haven't been able to say. You know, I like even the Superman mishmash. I like I like the See, art. yeah, I, yeah, I, I just, I just don't. he was wrong for Superman. 
Yeah, he was wrong, but the art was still good. I he didn't look like Superman. He didn't feel like Superman to me, but I still thought the art was good. You know, like I thought the, the it was you know. Yeah, I don't know. I just when I look at this artwork, I just I feel like I feel like I'm looking at comics from from ten fifteen years ago. Well, because he was drawing comics ten fifteen years ago. I know. I mean, you, I mean, I mean that. But the thing is, you look you're looking at his comic. I mean, the the fact is that he hasn't been working steadily. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's like if if Todd McFarlane drew an issue of Spawn, would you feel the same way? Probably. And I yeah. because but I yeah. but I would feel like I've moved on. Like I don't listen to the same music I did right. then, or I don't. You know. Right. But then, but then it when. But know, I never liked up, this back then. So. Right. And so, like, you pick up a Neil Adams book. Does it feel like comics from thirty years ago? I mean, Neil Adams' work is beautiful. Well, that's. I mean, there, there you go. You're, you're still, applying you know. different standards. To, no, I know. Right? That. Just say you don't. You know, just say you don't like it and move on. I am. I'm just trying to figure out. Like, I'm, it's I'm, I know case, everybody so likes this. It's pers- we can't. We can't. Just we can't say how. It's just it, it, it's it a is. personal. It's a personal aesthetic. Well, anyway, move moving on to the authority. On the other hand, which you you now, would love the art in this, Josh. Yeah. Who, uh, who is Jean it? Ha, oh, Jean Ha. Yeah. Am I missing something? Did is the authority in this book? No. Okay, I just thought I'd, I'd no, no, they're not a page it. or something. They yeah, find so. they find the, uh, the, sh- the the ship at the end. They find the ship at the bottom. of the This ocean, is a right? government, some some sort of some sort of shady government agency in 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 England goes is they find something anomalous on the floor of the ocean, and they at the end of it, it's revealed to be the authority's ship. It's the authority spaceship, yeah, yeah. crashed or whatever. But it's um, it's it's you know it's it's ta- it's it's all tight close-ups. There's a lot of panels, and you know you don't really get a sense of people. It's very it's very interesting. Our choice, our choices. So yeah, I thought the art was good. It's just I thought the story was slower than molasses. Grant Morrison write that too. Yeah. Yes. Does yeah. he sleep now? Well, well, the question is, is that how much can he do? I mean, how, yeah. I mean, how, um, how many books is he writing? He's got this. We got Authority, Wildcats, Batman, uh, Fifty Two, all of his uh, Virgin comics. I don't know how many. If he's just doing one or what? He's doing Virgin. He's doing a comic for Virgin. Isn't he? He did. He he's was exclusive a- to DC, isn't he? No, I don't think he's doing Virgin. Garth Ennis is doing Virgin. No, but Grant Garth Morrison Ennis. gave a speech at the Virgin Comics thing in, in San Diego that everyone was talking about afterwards. I remember it. Oh, I thought it was just about Zen. It was just about beliefs. It wasn't about a comic. Yeah, but why would he be talking for Virgin Comics? He wasn't doing any work because for them. Because it wasn't Deep Rock, Sho- Deep Rock Chopra? Yeah, it, was, yeah, it yeah. wasn't about comics. It wasn't about comics. It was about spirituality. No, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Mm. So... Well, I thought The Authority was just like a mess. It was, it was just... It was just. I enjoyed slow. it 20 times more than I enjoyed The Wildcats. That's so interesting. That's so funny. Yeah. So I'm, this I'm is this is for you people who write in and say, "I wish I fam- you guys didn't let we never agree on a damn thing." <laughs> this I'm going to definitely continue with. I don't think I'm going to buy another Wildcats. I don't know if I want to buy another Wildcats well, or not. The key the key thing with Wildcats is that if it if it I'll give it I I will even step back and say if it's bi monthly, I'll keep buying. Listen, no, if, you're, you're going to continue to buy it. If no, it, I, I, I drop the All Star books. That doesn't mean anything. Ostensibly, they haven't come out yet, so we haven't proven <laughs> it. We can drop them. We've all dropped them. We just haven't had a chance to buy them. Now, listen, when issue I comes out... them up again. When issue three comes out in 2009, <laughs> we will decide... Like, I, like it's so funny because we're all like, well, maybe it'll come out next week. Come on. I know. It's, it's not so not coming out next month. It's almost like a game now. Yeah. <laughs> like, who, so. who's not... Keep, like, Jim Lee's the one who's not keeping up on Batman. So he <laughs> officially agreed... To throw that aside, throw that yeah. that big like like clearly he he put the big name project of Batman with Frank Miller and said this isn't important enough for me to keep up with. I'm going to do this thing. Like and then how are we was, to trust him? And then he was three weeks late on that thing or two months late. On yeah, that thing. <laughs> I mean how he does how he can get away with doing multiple books. At the same he's time. like he is he is the Teflon Don of comics. He, he is like he's like the guy like baby I didn't mean to cheat on you. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna come okay. back to you. Yeah, exactly. I'm oh, sorry, God. I got mad. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden there's a girl on the line. <laughs> oh, hello. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's because his pocket sizeiness can allow him to ex- escape uh, persecution. Oh my God, maybe he can't draw the same page rate <laughs> because he has to use huge pencils. Yeah, exactly. maybe. <laughs> well, they're not oh, huge, but proportionally. We're coming close again to the to the no longer funny, actually insulting. <laughs> He's a small guy, and I was—I know. Well, you—you you at least said you really like his art. I do love me. I, I love in, it. Me, I'm in trouble. I love it. I'm, I'll it. never get work in this industry. That must be me. I love it. Um, well, as far you know, you know, from late books to what about books that come out on schedule? Um, uh, <laughs> that speaking of, that was an awesome segue. Wasn't it? Thank you. We, you know, we're not supposed to point it out every time, and you're not supposed to try so damn hard. It sounds <laughs> I, like I only point it out when it's time. terrible. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that was terrible. 
52, week 24. What did you guys think? I think it was good. All I right. thought it was a really, really good one. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it. aside from, I mean, A, Phil Jimenez did absolutely help, and I'll admit that, but it felt like a comic book for the first time hey, in a long while. Hey, Phil, don't discount the art, because I opened the first page up, and I went, whoa! You, yeah, it was, like, shocking. You right? know what's funny yeah. is that this is usually the first book I read, and what happened was I opened, I started reading, I was about three pages in, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, this doesn't, hold on, and I went this back, and I was like, this doesn't completely suck. Look, I know, I went back, and I looked, and I was like, oh, there's a real artist on it. Yeah, that's that, you see, so regardless of my affinity of Phil Jimenez, No, no, I, it, I'm just teasing it, you. Um, why is Elliot F. Maggin Green Arrow's press secretary? Yeah, I thought I, I was like, gee, make it a little subtler than just making it actually Elliot Magan. Um, but uh, when I saw the cover, I was like, "There's a Torin in the DC universe." <laughs> Hello, that, anyone? That's not a good character. And I thought the the green character Ambushbug. Isn't he one of the Micronauts in Marvel? No, that's Ambushbug. He's been around forever. Has he been around? Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a Batman villain, isn't he? No, he's not a villain. He's just a goof. Ball. He's like a um, morph in the Exiles. I don't know what that he, means. Is he a shape, cha- shape changer? No. He reminded me of more from the Exiles. Did, did, he didn't do anything but to break the fourth wall. I mean, he's he's not yeah. a serious character. He's uh, And th- that's what he was doing. I mean, yeah, he was like talking about the comic directly. Yeah. Was, you know? mm-hmm. Which yeah. was weird. Yeah, what he's, he said, the weekly grind is tearing me apart. 52. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I love the idea of, take, of, of these heroes deciding they needed to get a Justice League together, and then they, they try, and it's a disaster, and... Yeah, totally. And uh, I like how angry Martian Manhunter is, and the fact, the fact that he can't, he, he, he just wants to punish anything involved with the death of Blue Beetle, and he can't. Yeah. I love the futility of that. And, yeah. uh, See, I was really good, and the, the, the only point of disappointment I had was on the um, Week 24, Day 7 page in the White House when they're looking at the newspaper of the Metropolis Massacre, and, and Phil drew in Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean on the front page of the paper. Which I thought that was, I was like, oh. Well, you uh, know what? I just noticed but something. But Elliot Magan was in it. We're so. talking about 52. And this right. is our 52nd episode. Oh, look at you. I mean, like, that's that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. We pretty we cool. did it. Why can't DC? <laughs> I also really like that that um, that um we actually had one of the real pantheon of heroes in Oliver Queen and Marsha Manhunter back. Yeah. You know, like in the book of, you know. But there's also the idea of um, now it's really started to tie into events. Yeah, like we're starting to see the formation of Checkmate, which we you know we all read about, and yeah. and the the whole idea of um, Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter is very angry and bitter in his book, and it's, it's all starting to, now. It's all starting to come together. Yeah, and that Six was really months fun. after the fact, right? Uh, I you know I didn't really love this issue. I thought this was one of the best was, ones. I, yeah, I thought it was really? Like, yeah, I, thought, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess one. it was because I felt like the main storylines. I was like, what the hell is happening now? I felt like they were just starting new stuff. I wanted to know what was happening with the other stuff, but right. come on! You had pictures on the table. You love pictures on the table. I do like. I do. <laughs> what? Because I'm the only person in the country who like Brad Meltzer's JLA. Yes. <laughs> I can't. More people have been like, I don't know. I didn't really like it. And I'm like, but I, why do I? Why don't I like Jim Lee? And why do I like Brad Meltzer's JLA? You're like a Bizarro comic I, fan. I don't <laughs> know. And I picked Wolverine. I, I've. It's a weird Startled. world. Startled. You're an enigma. <sighs> <laughs> so um <laughs> so uh the last book I read um in my stack actually was Runaways because I actually um I left it in the bathroom. <laughs> I forgot about it. Oh. <laughs> Why must there always be a bathroom reference? Did this cover piss you off? <laughs> Me? Yeah. No, why? It has nothing to do with the story. I didn't. Oh. Th- I honestly didn't think about that. I honestly didn't think about it. The covers, because I, for some reason, I discount, I discount the covers and Runaways because they never, they didn't do with the story. I, I really, I was, lo- I'm just looking at. it. I think it's a really nice cover. It's a really nice yeah, little piece it's of just art. A pit up though. Just Nothing to do with the story, but I know that upsets you. So I wondered if you yeah, were in a rage. Now I'm pissed off. Thank you. And what further pisses me off is that they left the cursor on the truck, the mouse cursor. Is that there on purpose? What are you talking about? In the upper left hand corner of the grill, lower right hand corner from the names. Do you see a, a mouse cursor? That's weird. Yeah, is that there on purpose? Is that like a is that a play on the logo? Someone just got a no prize. <laughs> <laughs> really? God. Yeah, is that weird? You've just ground the podcast to a halt because I'm just yeah. looking at it and wondering. And I didn't read it, so I can't comment on it. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was fantastic. Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because there's a couple of things that I really liked about this. I know you haven't really been so into it, but a I I you know what I don't see in comics enough that's any fun is a giant monster destroying a city. Oh. Yes. It was a big, giant, green monster destroying the city, but that really was wasn't purple. what the story was about. 
The monster was purple. Why did I think it was green? I don't know. I'm colorblind. Because you, because you, in, in, deep in your heart, in your main you heart, it was the Red Sox fan. Yeah. What? Green monster. Oh, I was thinking the Hulk. God, that was even uh. worse than your segue. <laughs> All right, listen. The Coke's wearing off. <laughs> Oh, Good anyway, there was that, and I thought that it was a really nice. They've taken the the, the character of of Chase, um, and I thought they were taking him to a really interesting place where he's he's kind of freaking out, and I could see it going the other way, and I could see things sort of reversing the other way, and and uh, I, I it just is, it is it. a good direction to take to finish out the run. It is mm-hmm. interesting to see what happens, and you're yeah. you're giving him lots of things like you don't know where he's going to go from now, like how far over the edges is going to push him, and. Uh, yeah. People were kind of bitching because it's not the same artist. Um, I I almost didn't notice, but I didn't notice at all. I will miss Brian Vaughn on this book. How many more oh. issues till he leaves? Three, Four? three. It's twenty one. So which one was Whedon? Twenty four, twenty five. He probably goes through twenty three, or 20, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Someone will know soon, soon. But it was good. I've been I've been enjoying it. And then kiss the re- release schedule goodbye. Yep. So, um, <laughs> who's real the, quickly, who's the artist think, again on the new one? Some dude we never yeah. okay. heard of. Um, and lastly, uh, one one book that I think I'm the I'm the lone person still buying it is The Flash from DC. I need to say that this is the first month since junior high school I haven't bought The Flash. Well, you're missing out, Mister. No, I'm not. Because you know what happened? Fill in. Ch- different artist, awesome book. Yeah, but you know what? I decided it wasn't just the art. I kind of bored by the story too, and I decided I, no more books that bored me. The story got really good. I could they, they, introdu- they introduced um, a child Thawne named Inertia, and he's like an a, a anti-impulse. Yeah, I don't care. And he's an anti-impulse? He sits well, no. and thinks about everything, reasons things out. <laughs> oh, you know, he contemplates. Reverse impulse. Reverse impulse. Yeah. He does a lot of research. It's called the contemplation. Hold on, i got to look something up. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was really good. It was really, really good. I just don't care. I felt really, I felt really sad because really ha- it's one of the... Books Wednesday, I really started yeah. buying since when I was, yeah. you know, 12. I felt like that when I had to drop Green Green Lantern. But I can't. I just can't. I can't keep supporting a book that's boring. Damn it! This won't come off my arm. <laughs> Damn it! No matter how hard I scrub, <laughs> his arms are all scabby. I just wanted to make the point that that the the when the artist changed from the Lashley dude, it's really good. This artist this week was. Um, DeMeo, I think. But if it's a different artist every time, then how good is that? What's funny is well, that yeah, the Lashley a... guy, whoever one's complaining about, he can't even put the things out on time. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Ron Adrian. The, it's written by Danny Bilson and Paul DeMeo, and it's penciled by Ron Adrian. Yeah, no, that's a great irony, is that, is that every, nobody likes him, and he's, he's late as well. They, the guy who filled in the last time, they should totally give the book to. It was such a good look. They needed, with a new Flash, you need a fresh look. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that was a key thing which they missed out on, so F them. Well, well not just fresh look, but you need a competent artist, and the, the regular well, guys yeah, is not course. a yeah, but you need a fresh look with the company. Yeah, you'd so. take Scott Collins again, though. Yeah. Comical.com is your best solution for discounted comics and trades. <laughs> All new Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and Image books are 40% off. Stop by their site every month and pre-order the books if you want, or if you prefer, you can get a subscription service and have them automatically sent to your house every month. In addition to current comics, you've got an excellent selection of trade paperbacks and hardcovers at 30 to 50% off. More books arrive every month. Check them out at Comical.com. Let them know you heard about it on iFanboy.com. They've got cheap and flexible shipping options, an ironclad guarantee. Definitely worth a look. I feel like you've been watching The Price is Right and you're taking tips. (laughs) With Rod Roddy? Yeah. (laughs) Like, you could do that for that, just as what you could do... uh... Oh, I can't remember any of those good old products. Yeah, when they talk about the products that were placed in the show, yeah. The ones that I've never seen in the store, but it's the same kind of corn oil they've been talking about for 30 years. Canola. (laughs) Anyway, so... um... (laughs) So, uh, the email... Deluge continues, and our first email comes from um, Matt from Denver. Should we should we talk about Matt? Yeah, Matt. Let's try to get your thoughts together in one one email. Matt really likes email, <laughs> <laughs> so we we he sent us a lot. We condensed so it. We condensed them. So he had a couple of questions. So what I'm saying is, you keep a little tab by your desk and you write these <laughs> things down, and then at the and end of the, one email at the end of the week, you just put them in one email. It makes our lives a lot easier. I'm looking out my sure. window. I think you're there. I'm kind of freaked out. <laughs> so, um, so Matt, at, his first question is: is that he never liked Ant Man, even as Giant Man? Convinced me to like him. I, I feel like he was he was clapping his hands as he said that. You know, like, like we're, we're we don't like being pushed around, so you, so you keep not on not liking him. Well, no, but my question is: is that he mean Ant Man the character or Ant Man as in Hank Pym? 
I would assume Hank Pym because he means as giant even man. as giant man. How can you not like Hank Pym, the most wife, troubled wife character Peter? in the Marvel universe? Hank yeah. Pym is one of the best creations coming out of Marvel, and he's completely underrated. It's and true. he's a wife abuser. He's a wife. Well, he was. He's. he's, he's you never. You never not a wife once they, you get once. They've they worked things out now. They're back together. Oh, no, there's no such thing as. Yeah, he it was will, a murderer, but he's. Cool it'll now. it'll happen again. Right, but he was an alcoholic. He was a wife beater. He was a split personality. He's genius. He invented pin particles. He is one of the glues that keep the Marvel universe together. So, go back and read the Avengers complete run. Get the essential Avengers essentials and read it all, and you'll love Hank. Pitt. Just some light work there. Yeah, Go back and read everything the Avengers ever had. <laughs> From 30 so years. So iFanboy endorses Hank Pym. No. <laughs> we endorse life eating. No. <laughs> you can't, you got to admit, he's a good character. No, I think he is a good character. Yeah. Thank you. Hey. But, it, but I think he, it's interesting in his, in his like, you know, he's all sorts of different characters. Yeah. Like yeah, there's well, Ant-Man, he's Giant-Man, he's Goliath. Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. Yellow yeah. Jacket. What I love is that he, he, de- he didn't really have powers. He was a scientist. He made the Pym Particles and had Ant-Man prop powers. And then he's like, well, if I can make myself small, I can make myself big. So he made himself big and became Giant-Man. Then he became Goliath. Then he's like, oh, I'm just going to be Yellow Jacket. Where he was like, like an asshole. Yeah, exactly. It was just like like he would just he was he he changed superhero identities like we change outfits. But I think that's part of his insecurity of the characters that he was yeah totally because totally, he doesn't have powers and he's around this whole pantheon of powers and yeah. What did he do as Yellow Jacket? If he didn't have powers, he was normal sized. He stung. He had some sort of sting. Yeah, he had some sort of sting. Now, is he around anymore? Yeah, yeah, he's around. He was he was just an Ant Man. He's also in Civil War. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's, That's he's right. on, Captain America. And he's not in the Avengers, so I don't know what he's doing. No, he's on. He's on. He's Tony on the Stark side of Reed he, and Tony's. Not surprised. He helped build the Gulag. He's an asshole. Yeah, well, he's a prick. All right. Anyway, um, his next question: Do you think when a writer sits down and say creates a Batman Detective Comics issue, the writer is considering the details as deeply as you discuss on the shows, or do you think they just toss the characters into situations and pull the lever to see what happens? I hope they're thinking about it. I think they talk. I think they they think as deeply because to hear them talk at panels and stuff like that. Yeah, I think they do. I think some of the big ones do, like Mark Wade and. But I'm know. sure at the same time there are other guys out there who are like I can't believe they're paying me for this horse shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Like any job, really. Yeah. If they're a good writer, they're thinking about it. Yeah. And the and and I would say the best writers are comics fans, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, no, I mean like people who they're grew pre- up reading comics. No, think about it. You know, like the Buseyx and the Wades, and so, you know what I mean. Like yeah, they, but then there's others who who. I don't think that's that's. I mean, you can pull out cases of it, but it you, can also, you can also pull out thousands of people who were comic fans and tried to write comics and were a disaster. Dan Slott. Um, people boy. like Dan Slott. He sucks. Know, you, yeah, Connor doesn't. That's why. <laughs> All right, and his last question that we wanted to answer was: um, You can't possibly think Neil Adams is crazy. We don't buy his theory. I don't think Neil Adams is crazy. Oh, we, well, we've mentioned crazy Neil Adams in, a, in an old show. Isn't, yeah, not so much in terms of his sanity, because actually I've read up on his theory, and, and it could kind of make sense. He's he's an eccentric character. He's an eccentric person. He's awesome. He is awesome. I love him. I you, love, yeah. you, like, literally, I thought he was crazy, just because I'd heard he's crazy all over the place, but he's not like crazy like John Burns crazy. Right, yeah, exactly. And it's more fun to be like crazy Neil Adams, but it's cra- we've been but crazy in a good Find way. some podcast or some interviews. I know that he's been on Fanboy Radio, he's been on Word Balloon, he's listen to him. Yeah, he's cool. He's, he's, he's re- cool. He tells a really good story. I wish they'd, some Marvel or DC please get over the royalties issue and just let him put him on a book. He could. could he could that? pencil a book today. I think. Yeah. Yeah. He totally could. You yeah. could give him any any book, and he'd be good on it. He's, and and you'd read it. I would read it, and you'd like it. You put him on Wildcats. That guy. He's responsible for so much good in comics. Yeah, that's true. Creators' rights and stuff like that. Creators' rights and stuff. But I just mean stylistically. What he uh. went through, like changing Batman from. Like crazy walking around outside in the mid middle of the day, Batman to sort of yeah. more nighttime, scary Batman. Yeah, and and Green Arrow, Green Lantern, and, yep. and the stuff he did with layouts and X Men. I mean, it was <laughs> amazing. Okay, so thank you, Mark, and so please one email next time. Um, <laughs> that was Matt, our, actually. Uh, Matt, Matt, I'm sorry, because our next email comes from Mark from Des Moines, Iowa. Um, Des Moines, Des Moines, um, and he Horn. wants to thank us for. He thanks us for responding to his email a few weeks ago about Spider-Man. Okay, you're welcome. Um, he wanted to ask something else. What do we think of the 1990s animated Tick? Personally, he loved it and was home sick a few days this week. We're sorry. We hope you're better. And he watched the DVD and found it funny, even, maybe even funnier. Funnier than what? He had found he it previously. previously. Oh, I see. Yeah. I missed the Tick boat, to be honest with you. I just never got on with it. Did you watch it or just never saw it? I just never saw it. I've never, I've never even seen it. I know it's supposed to be pretty good, and I know Putty from Seinfeld did the live action one. It's supposed to be hysterical, but I never saw it. So, I missed it. 
He did. I saw. I watched it all a little bit in the, in the in college, but I didn't love it. But it was this funny. This is the worst answer to an email question ever. Well, ho- luckily, the second part of his email saves that. Booyah! Because, because also, he says, lately we've been helping people give girl advice and whatnot, and he thinks that this is kind of in that vein. Recently, his friend James came out of the closet, and he just wanted to take a moment to say that whatever James chooses to do with his life is fine by Mark, and that Mark will support him. And so if we could pass that along to James, he'd really appreciate it. And we it- don't know if James listens to the podcast or not. We assume maybe he does, but... Wouldn't you tell him yourself? Yeah, why don't you... Uh, he's he's using... I, I, I assume James yeah. maybe listens. Yeah, so so James, Mark supports you, and iFanboy supports you, too. I, su- I assume it's hard to come out in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, I know. So, keep on keeping on. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> keep, on coming, keep on coming out. Keep on coming out. Just come out every morning, come out of that closet. <laughs> Our next email comes from Eric from Philadelphia. Um, he just heard the latest podcast, and um, he, we he know re- you're out, James. Please, yeah, but I'm coming out. Again. We know, okay? Stop every morning. God, you're such a drama queen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, James, we're sure it's good. Anyway, so Eric, um, he agreed with us about the uh, lack of good week, uh, good books last week. Thank you. Um, but he wanted to write in because about our response to the boys. Um, oh. One of several references we made about the series by Ennis, and that while we don't like it, we fully support his earlier work on Preacher. In fact, all he seems to hear from other people about Preacher is how good it is. He wants to know why all the love. A friend lent him the series, he immediately disliked it, but he heard such good stuff about it, he stuck with it until about 40 issues, and he just couldn't take it anymore. Um, it seems that the same reasons why we were complaining about the boys happened in the Preacher, where it was gratuitous just for the sake of gratuitousness. He can't find anything redeemable about it. The storytelling is predictable in its own twisted way. The characters aren't at all likable. It just seems like a long string of cheap jokes and a bland story about trying to stick it to God. Um, he says maybe it's the first take to this nihilistic approach, though he seriously doubts it, and, and, but it's not thought-provoking and it's not even well done. And so he just wants someone to tell him straight up about what the series what's good about the series and that it isn't man it's so cool is he missing something i feel like somebody just said to me why do you like water it's not even wet (laughs) wow it was worse than what i was gonna say (laughs) i mean i don't i I don't know of anything everything he says here i think i disagree with oh i I don't know i mean i don't know how do you convince someone that it's not badly written is he convinced somebody that Jim Lee's a good artist? I, well, no, that's, that's how I was going to relate to him. I just, yeah. you know, like, I can I can understand what you feel like, where you, everybody's saying it's good, but I don't understand how that relates to Preacher, because, and I think there was something very intangible about Preacher, where I could not stop reading it, and I wanted yeah. to know what was happening next. Preacher's full of heart. It's not gratuitous for the sake of gratuitousness. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. redeemable qualities about all the main However, characters. if you think about what Preacher's about, and this, I'm going on a limb, I'm going to make some assumptions. It's about how to, like he says, it's about how to stick it to God. Maybe, like, it's possible people could find that offensive, and if you're coming at it from a certain point of view, I could find that very discomforting and distasteful. No, I, I just, I mean, it, it certainly doesn't come off that's, that's, his, that's his point of view. But No, but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think uh, of a reason why somebody wouldn't have liked I'm it. Trying to think, I'm trying to think what it would be like to read Preacher now as opposed to when I read it, you know, you know six, seven years ago. I don't um, think it was that long ago. Yes, it five, was. Six years ago. It was. It was. It was 2000. Yeah, it was 2000 when I picked it up. Started. Really? Yeah. 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 Wow. 2000. So, um, it was, yeah, so... I mean, I don't know if I would have the same approach that I had to the boys where, like, you know, people have done this, I've seen this, blah, blah, blah. But there was something to me really unique about it. And, like, Connor said something, you know, something, you know, like it had heart. It had sincerity. It was funny is that he he talked about the fact that he thought the the characters were were unlikable. And I thought that when those were all broken characters who should have been unlikable and they were on the surface. They totally weren't. But they were unlikable in the same way, like, like, I hate to make an office reference, but the same way that Ricky Jervis was unlikable in the office. Like, you still felt for him. Like I liked, I liked Cassidy. I liked Custer. I liked Tula. The thing know? is that you know that in the end of the day, like Jesse Custer was a good guy. He was trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Like he wasn't going after the wrong. He was trying to make the bad guys pay. Not unlike Logan, Cassidy <laughs> was a guy who, you know, through circumstances and everything, turned into this horrible monster. And like he had to do bad things, but he didn't really want to kill anybody. Right. You know, he was a good guy at heart, and and you know, yeah. Tulip was just a badass chick. So. I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough, but it, it's I mean, it's hard to say other than it's good. Deal with it, but it's well, good. it's hard to it's hard to differentiate yeah. personal type, taste. He may not be, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to, I'd be curious what he says about boys. Then I would have a better idea of what his opinions are. Okay, we are done with the boys. Yes, no more boys. We're gonna close the book on that unless like the next one comes out and it's awesome and there's something happened that needs to be discussed. But well, we we would all probably miss it because we all dropped it, didn't we? I'm still buying it. <laughs> Um, we know you are. It's probably sitting there with Moon Knight. 
<laughs> so speaking of no more boys, our next email comes from Ray, um, who wants to let us know that she has yet we have yet yet another fangirl listening to the podcast, and uh, she has one question: um, What are our thoughts on Marvel's upcoming saga, World War Hulk? She, for one, is excited and can't wait for next year. I know Josh is excited too. I hate the Hulk. <laughs> I'm I'm actually really curious about it. I might actually go pick up the trades from the whole Planet Hulk thing and catch up because it's it sounds like fun. Well, the whole, I don't, know what, what's the I don't Hulk? know what World War Hulk means, but it just sounds like. Wasn't he in the back on back on Earth yeah, and, and wrecks havoc? Earth and, yeah, and he, he's pissed. He's pissed. See, whenever they talk about the Hulk, they market it like a Jerry Bruckheimer movie to me. It turns me off immediately. Well, what's wrong? Like with it's Jerry basically like, things are gonna blow up. Yeah. And what's I'm wrong like, with the Jerry Bruckheimer movies? Admittedly, they're they're you know some are throwaways, they're, but there have been some good poorly ones. scripted. Well, you don't go to you don't go to Jerry Bruckheimer movie. I, I find them very I don't know I just find them very predictable and boring. <laughs> was Jerry Bruckheimer Con Air? Yes. Yeah. Con Air is a great movie. It's not. Yes, it is. Oh, it's it's funny. awesome. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> sometimes you just want to see stuff get smashed. Yeah. And that's the and great Hulk? thing about the Hulk. What does he do? He I, you know what the thing? I guess it's in, in comics. Smashing doesn't really excite me very much. What does excite you? I, don't, I like characters and story. I thought, I thought Robin was really good. <laughs> well, there's no, root. Why, why can't you like both, though? Why, yeah, why does exactly. one have to be one or the other? I, no, I'm just... I, listen, I'm not... If you like it, fine. I'm just saying historically, like, I've never liked the Hulk. The, the theme of this episode, I think, is tastes. It's like, Everyone's it's like taste personal is tastes is Personal tastes. I mean, like, like, I know we make the music comparison a lot, but, like, you know, sometimes there are great complex bands with these complex songs and stuff like that that are acquired taste and they're hard to like, but then sometimes you just want the three-chord, you know, no-effects kind of, you know, like, fast punky you know what i mean like very you know varying things and you know sometimes you want to see hulk you know fight his way through tanks and stuff you know like i don't, I don't know. know i've never liked that okay well i'm sure there are a lot of people who never liked you <laughs> there, there are i'm talking to two of them now several thousand others who were going you know that guy's pissing me off <laughs> uh, so uh, <laughs> at least i didn't offend any gay people <laughs> or abuse spouses or abuse spouses uh, or do cocaine <laughs> Ooh, speaking of cocaine, uh, <laughs> starting to come down, aren't you? I am. Um, all right, so if you want to email us, you can email us at contact at ifanboy com. We love getting your emails, and we are responding to all of them. And some of you might have seen a little delay in the response recently. Just be patient. But also, we're us. hoarding them for the you, we're hoarding episode fifty four. You could be and overwhelming. We just gave it system. away. <laughs> We've already we talked about it last week. How's that giving it away? Uh, air of mystery. Yeah, air of mystery. We're trying to get them to write more emails. <laughs> At this point, we may as well bring Jonathan back on. <laughs> Let's go to the voicemails. We'll just um, do a show with Augie and Jonathan, and we'll just not do it. We should just not be on it. <laughs> yeah. That's a genius idea, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, our first voicemail comes from Gomer. Again. <laughs> we like him. He calls a lot. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, I fanboy? This is Gomer from Nashville, and uh, no stupid comments no crap from me this week i actually have a real question uh i got the little 25 cent fable thing you know snow white and all the crew kicking it in the real world whatever comic book and my freaking wife just dug the hell out of it you know she usually reads civil war and stuff that i've been getting just so she'll have something to talk with me about besides you know video games and football but i mean she actually really loved it so i figured i'd ask the experts experts in comics not women what are some good chick books, man? What can I get my old lady to read that she's going to, you know, like and, and I might like too? And, yeah, so, peace. Bye. Haven't we answered this already? Just say Sandman and move on. <laughs> Strangers in Paradise. Strangers Rise. in Paradise. Box Office Bone. Boys, Boys and Bone. Bone. Mouse. Mouse? Chick oh. book? Mouse. Yeah, I don't know. Mouse is a chick book. Blankets. It's just a book. It's not Blankets. like, it's not like Blankets, they can only yeah. read Sweet Valley High. No, I know that. Oh, she's a girl. Not... Let's only give her things that have pink no, in them. No, I'm not saying that. Here, let I'm me give you some, here, let me give some different uh, some different answers. Persepolis? Persepolis? Whatever. Persepolis. Andy Watson's yeah. work. Yes, yeah, Love Fights. Uh, Breakfast Afternoon. I don't think yep. Love Fights so much. I wouldn't recommend that. All right, then. Well, it was it was Little sketchy. Star was good. Little Star was good. Uh, Breakfast Afternoon or... Um, G.I. Joe. Wasn't it something, or, something day? It ended in day. Yeah, slow news day or something that's like that. Slow news day. Alias. Uh, Alias. Or or this one will win every time. Uh, what? Judd Winnick's. Uh, the boys. Pedro and me. Uh, yeah, the boys. I bet. Yeah. If she's younger, maybe Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. But if she's in her late twenties or or after. Crisis that. on Infinite Earths. 
right. I, I couldn't Connor's even on. finish Christ on Infinite Earth. All right, our next email comes from Logan. From Watchmen. <laughs> Logan. Hey, guys, this is Logan from Kentucky again. Uh, a little bit more awake, uh, a lot less grouchy. Um, sorry, Josh, about the L.A. comments. Uh, just something uh, spur of the moment, I guess. <laughs> Little, little anger thing going on there, I guess. Uh, I had a road rage incident that day, and uh, it just kind of trickled over into my phone call. Anyhow, um, I noticed that in your podcast this week um, that uh, you had talked a little bit about Galactus, and uh, it reminded me of one of my favorite comic books, Rom. Uh, I'm sure some of you be laughing about that, but uh, it was. I really enjoyed some of the storylines, and I was just wondering what you guys think about that comic book and would there ever be a chance of it uh, making a comeback um i notice you know there's a lot more excitement going on with the civil war thing and uh, just generally a lot of the storylines seem to be getting a little bit better in marvel universe and i just thought it might be a good time to bring some old characters back like rom and if any of you guys have ever read that book uh there's a lot of good uh writing in it uh, i believe bill mantlow did the majority of it and uh, Sal Bushima did most of the art uh, up until Steve Ditko uh, took over near the end. But uh, just let me know what you guys think, and uh, appreciate the podcast. Uh, I've got two other podcasts from other uh, um, sites, and uh, you're you're my favorite so far. So keep up the good work, and uh, talk to you guys later. I actually own some ROM somewhere. Oh, I definitely own ROM somewhere. What the hell is ROM? ROM Space Knight. He looked like um robot. Look, yeah, it looked like a big robot. I haven't heard the name Bill Mantlo in years. He was great. Yeah. Remember him? I have no idea what he did, but I remember him being great. More to the point, though, did he run somebody over there? In the middle? In the <laughs> middle? Yeah, that was a long pause. That was. <laughs> Should please. I go back? No, I'm in the middle of a call. Do not call us when you're driving. Please. Listen to yeah. you with your NPR kindness. I know, which is ironic because I call, call us when, when you're drive. driving? I call you guys every I call day. The that I drive. <laughs> Here's the, I think uh, if you are not named Gomer or Logan, you should call us. <laughs> Please call us. Yeah, we um, actually we did get one more voicemail, but unfortunately the quality wasn't that great on the recording, so we can't play it. But um, Brendan called, who is a new caller actually, and um, he called. Uh, he's a new listener, new to comics, and he wants to know what we think of Invisibles because um, he's heard that was pretty good. And um, so, Brandon, thanks for calling, and maybe try calling again sometime. Um, the line will be clearer. But um, Invisibles, Grant Morrison, Phil Jimenez. The inspiration for The Matrix. Yes. I've, for 10 years now, I've been meaning to pick that up in trades, and I haven't. Why? I don't know. I just, I've never been, I've never had that push off the cliff to actually do it. You know, I'm always like, oh, should I pick that up? And then I just I put it back on the shelf. I read the first three. I didn't really like it. Really? Yeah, it's weird, Graham Morrison. Oh, then I it's more like along it. the filth lines than. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Ugh. You brought back a bad place. Yeah, I mean it's better than the filth, but I mean I'm sure it, it got be better. hard I only not read the to first be. one, and I just it didn't grab me, so I didn't keep going. With what it. was the premise of it? I don't even remember. <laughs> it was something. Some <laughs> other world society that's behind the, the edges of the actual society, and these are the people who really know what's going on, and blah blah blah. It's supposed to be good, though. I guess people love it. People love it, but and I never. Phil's very proud of it. It's it's well drawn. Yeah. So. All right. Well then. <laughs> so if you want to call us and leave us a voicemail, um, you can call one eight 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 fanboys. That's one eight 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 three two six two six nine seven. We definitely encourage you to call. So, Frapper! Hello! 456! We're getting Ooh. close, we're getting close! T- 27 more people in, in the past week, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, so, People like Ali good. Delgado in San Francisco, California, Brandon in Tottenham, <laughs> Ontario. Come on down! <laughs> Dean in Delmar, Delaware, Anthony in Hong Kong, Luke in Sydney, New South Wales. Australia! <laughs> Charles in Raleigh, Donnie in Salem, Brian in Columbia, Casey in Ventura, and Dan in Buffalo. So hopefully he's not buried under snow. It was like two feet. <laughs> and um, there's one more person not on the Frapper map that we wanted to shout out to, right, Connor? AJ, proprietor at Star Clipper Comics in St. Louis, who... Uh, Let's, we, want, we meant to tell the story last week, and we forgot. Yes. So. AJ recognized Jimski, who is a frequent uh, ifanboy.com... 
member, poster, member, poster, poster user, whatever you want to say. Um, and community uh, member? Occasional voicemail caller, and she recognized him from the podcast, and uh, that was very cool. We, and we've never been recognized from the podcast, but Jimsky has. Exactly. So That's awesome. So thanks, AJ. A lot. No. <laughs> Star Clipper Comics. I forget what city it was in. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. www.starclipper.com. Which I believe he called the gateway city. Yeah, I don't want to talk about St. Louis. Let's move on. Oh. oh. Okay. So, um, so thank was you. Is that AJ, a baseball thing? Yes. Yeah, it was. I don't want to talk about it. Um, He's totally serious. I can't. I don't even have the ability I, I, to talk I, about it. I'm like not even kidding. <laughs> that's, the, that's the funny thing. Anyway, um, not funny. It's scary. <laughs> All of a sudden, you sound like dad after I broke the plate. Disappointing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just got out of my sight. Um, so. You can go to the Frapper map at frapper.com, uh, frapper.com slash ifanboy. That's F-R-A-P-P-R dot com slash ifanboy. And stick your pin in the map and help us get to 500. Because when we get to 500, then we're allowed to start taxing our listeners. Because yes. we're a sovereign nation. A farthling. A farthling. A fiefdom. <laughs> what the hell just happened to this show? <laughs> I just hit another line. <laughs> It's been a rough day. Episode oh, 52, rough... blow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, you kids out there, we were just talking about Jimski because he we know him because he goes to ifanboy.com and he posts all the time with such wonderful people as Fred and uh, PV, <clears throat> Dave Graham, all these folks. I'm not mentioning people. I'm going to make them mad. Yeah, don't, yeah, but there's a lot of really cool people. There's like a lot of people there, and you should go there because a lot of times people will call us uh, or will send us emails and be like, you didn't talk about this, you didn't talk about this. We don't have time to talk about everything on this podcast, and that's the place where we go to try to finish some things out. So if there's stuff that we didn't talk about, there's comics you want to talk about, you can always go there and go to the Pick of the Week thread and talk about your week's books or any of the other stuff we got going on. Go there, and it's a, it's a, it's a good discussion place. Yes. But if you do want to email us and complain that we didn't talk about something, you can email us at contact.ifanboy.com or... You see someone furiously mail. typing with the two fingers how they love Drum Space Night. I can't believe you said that. We love it! You know, I don't ever, we don't ever really get mails like that. I always, I always allude to some angry listener. They don't really exist, I don't think. No, they don't. Yeah, we get it's all the love, and and we really appreciate that. The voicemail so, line is one eight 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 fanboys, which is three two six two six nine seven, which uh, is also good for the love. Yeah, or the hate, because the hate is funny. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's true. So. <laughs> and you know, as always, we guess you can go to myspace.com slash ifanboy and be our friend. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're so, so excited about our MySpace. We're page. so reluctant about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or please head over to podcastalley.com or podcastpickle.com or in iTunes and you can actually um, vote for us or give us a rating or tell the world what you think about our show. Or um, if it's less than five stars, we don't want you there. Okay, I was kidding that. about that. See, there was a <laughs> – like, I but, can't um, believe he said that. Most importantly, you know, as always, spread the word. Um, we're, you know, iFanboy I has been – it's been almost a year and the, the, we never imagined the number of people that would be listening to it or listening. And it's mainly because of all you folks. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, More importantly, um, you know what? We've been spending some cash lately, and if you're out there and you really dig the show and you want it to get better, we could really use some donations. I'm not (laughs) saying you break yourself. If you have some extra shit, you like the show, you want it to keep going, you want to see if there's some more stuff we can do, you can go to ifanboy.com slash donations, and you can make any sort of donation you'd like of any amount. We would appreciate anything. And you you don't need a PayPal account, just so you know. You can use your regular credit card as well. Yes. So, so and, and PayPal yeah. account's not too hard to get, though. If you and, want to, yeah, PayPal accounts very easy to get and very helpful. So, um, yeah. you know, that's just if you want to help us keep the show going. We've got stuff. We keep saying we've got stuff planned. You're going to see it soon. We promise. Um, I'm just waiting for them to be able to be like, where, where, where is it? You, where is it? <laughs> and they I, I, want, I would like my money back because the level was still, down for three hours. Where's level my money still going? Suck. What's the problem here? <laughs> Uh, Time Ron laughs, my speakers pop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think that about wraps it up. Thank God. Jesus. Uh, what good happened? Times. I had fun this week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ron. I'm Connor. I'm, I'm Josh. And they're so happy to be on the phone with me. Please come back next week. <laughs> Who is that guy? We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. See, music starts up there, and then... (laughs)
Like, either it fades in or if it's the kind that sort of comes in on a beat. And that's the part when it's like, da 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 You're like, oh, that was a lot of fun. I wish they talked about a different book. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't hear that one guy. I don't know if it's Ron or Josh. Uh, right, one of you said something.